0: Welcome to another post-game overreaction here on the Coronation Radio Network. My name is Greg Mahachko. Uh, I am one-third of the tripod of the Five Heart Podcast with John Dam Johnston and Hoss Reuter. John Dam Johnston is here. Of course, he is the uh, the creator of uh, Corn Nation. He, he is our father. Uh, may he not go to heaven for some time. Um but, uh, Hoss is out. We have Paul Dalen and uh, Evan, also uh, all from uh, Coronation here. We're going to talk about what we just watched. And that was Nebraska's come from behind victory on the road. Uh, Scott Frost's first road victory, uh, 42 38 in Champaign, the 900th win in program history. Uh, I don't even know where to start. That was, that was at, at, at times bowling shoe ugly and at times picture perfect. Uh, John, let's start with you, since you're the grand bah And, uh, uh, you know, you you were the one who said, you know, I'm going to check out of Slack for a while because everybody's being so damn negative in that first half. Um, they turned it around, boy.
1: Listen, I, it, it, our, our game threads get negative when we're not doing well, and we were down, I, I what, 21 to – wasn't 21 to nothing, but 21 to 7. And I expect that kind of from our game threads. But when I go into our Slack room and you guys start getting negative, it just makes me insane. It really does because I – listen, I didn't think that we were going to lose this game. I didn't. All the way through it, I never thought we were going to lose this game. But I never thought we were going to lose to Colorado either until we did – but uh, I, this game, we have way more playmakers than they do. We have way more offensive explosion than they do. We have uh, a good defense. I think we saw a good defense. We, we saw a defense tonight that got put in really shitty situations, and they didn't fold, and they played well, and they finally they won the game for this team. There you go.
0: Paul, uh, you know, you, you have the, I, I like how you put it. You know, there, uh, I think it was Zach who said, why did I have to be born in Nebraska here in, in, in the Slack <laughs> chat room? And you said, try being born in Iowa and choosing Nebraska. Uh, so you, you kind of like myself signed up for this type of punishment and, uh, uh, it, it's nice to stick through to the end and, uh, and see, see how it all a- ended up. You know, it's, like i said not pretty but but getting that w and, and starting conference play uh where you need to uh
2: yeah uh, it there was a time actually there was a good a good amount of the time um probably until the middle of the fourth quarter that i was really seriously worried about losing this but by the time we rolled into the fourth quarter and it felt like if we could just hold on to the damn football um we were we were chewing up yards it Ten fifteen yards a pop um, on every play, and I, I just felt like okay, there's just no way, there's no way to, for them to stop us. I mean, we can, we can. It, it felt like it felt like Nebraska of old, um, mowing mowing down opponents in the fourth quarter. Now that was it, that analogy fails on on a number of levels, and, and I understand that, and maybe we don't discuss, we don't get into that. But yeah, it. it <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 proud of uh, I'm proud of my choices, but God, there was, you know, I just felt like because we've seen this, we've seen this this movie so many times over the last decade, where we outplay the opponent, but we can't not step on our own Johnsons,
0: and. Um, <laughs> Uh, not you. Um,
2: yeah, Johnsons. What's that
0: about? <laughs> no, 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 you know you're Johnston. You're Johnston. Completely different. Johnston. That's yeah, close yeah. enough. No, nope, no, nope, there's a <laughs> T in there. But but the um
2: we can't get out of our own way, and that didn't happen tonight. Oh, well, it it, it can, kind of can I, inter-
3: did... can I interrupt really quick? Oh yeah. G- Game day coming to Lincoln. By the way, oh. just announced it.
1: Well, that's really
3: get ready to shoot, get ready to shoot ourselves in the foot next week on the national stage.
1: Okay, this is this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Stop being so fucking negative. Hey, I don't know what we're going to do next week. Next week is a different week. Every day this world rotates is a different day. And next week, this team might look at that team and go, hey, let's kick their ass.
2: we play very very differently on the road versus at home um we finally played a bad enough opponent on the road that we were good we this is actually a really good not really good but a good nebraska team with with tremendous talent on um that just can't previously hasn't been able to bring everything um together uh but we're more likely to get it together at home than we are on the road. So God knows what's going to happen next week, honestly. Every year, Ohio State seems to, to um, shit the bed at least once. Um, Iowa, Purdue come, come to mind um, in the last couple of years. So it might as well just be Nebraska this year. I All mean, I right. was.
0: Hey, hey. Ohio State's got it in them. Why not us, right? They were... They were
3: uh, they were black or Purdue and Iowa wore black jerseys. Maybe we uh, we'll bring out the old alternates this year.
1: No, maybe we just play football at home against Ohio State and see what happens. We're still talking about Illinois in the game tonight, not worrying about the future.
0: So let's talk about that, uh, Paul. You made well, you, you brought up a good point. I mean, there were four turnovers, uh, and I. What 120 something yards of penalties, um, but almost 700 yards of offense that really helped to compensate for all of those <laughs> miscues. I, you know, we, we we struggled early because we don't have a kicker. You know, so we couldn't rely on on trying to kick a long field goal on the first drive and, and it stalled out and turnover on downs and and uh, you know you could say what you want there there were some missed calls on, on I think on both sides. And we benefited from it. A couple of oddball calls throughout the way. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't want to blame the refs. Uh, uh they, they. I, th- I think they were consistent in that they were just plain bad. Uh, I don't know if that's an excuse or not, but the way this team rallied from about midway through the third quarter and on, you know, when, when coming out of the halftime break and uh, Kevin Kugler and Matt Millen are saying, Oh, you know, this team has struggled, you know, historically uh, under Scott Frost or, or at least, you know, this season, they've struggled in the third quarter. And that's when, you know, after that first drive stalled out or, or may, yeah, maybe that was, I don't think that was the the turnover. I think it just stalled out. Um, but uh, uh, you know, after, after they didn't go anywhere, and then Illinois goes down and scores, they got their shit together. And yeah, there were still a few miscues and a few penalties, but that offense started doing what it was built to do. You had, I mean, even without Mo Washington, who we don't really know his status or, or you know what to expect or when to expect him back, Martinez uh, started trusting himself, and maybe uh, Scott Frost started trusting Martinez a little bit more. Wandale Robinson put on the game that he needed to put on and you had serviceable outings from dedrick mills you had some circus catches you know there was the uh, catch from jack Stoll. you had the the miss the complete air ball by noah uh you know i was earlier in the game but you have the playmakers stepped up and did what they needed to do
1: it was the Ross robinson show but it wasn't
0: just the it one. Really I, I, was. I, I, it was. No, it
1: really I, was. And when you you look at this offense, you realize that now we have Maurice Washington as a playmaker. Dedrick Mills has stepped up to play. J.D. Spillman still going over the middle and making those tough catches, even though uh, it was clear that uh, Martinez tried to kill him by throwing the ball high at least twice so the defensive backs could take aim at his ribs and his kidneys. But you, did you saw... Know? Wandale Robinson basically almost take over a game.
0: I, I tell you what, my it's not the the flashiest or it's not even a, a play that ended in points. But I think my favorite play uh, that Robinson had was late in the game, uh, and he just ran off tackle and put the shoulder down. I mean, he you know they were talking about his measurables. What is he? You know, five nine and a buck ninety five or something like that. And he just put the shoulder down and leveled the linebacker, and uh, and that's. That's the kind of that's the kind of shit we need to see over the next you know couple of years. I don't know you know if he keeps playing like this, we're not going to have him for four years. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean it's you know that that was impressive. That that might be my favorite play of the night, honestly. Now I'm talking to myself. Hot dog! Where the hell did everybody else? No, nope, I'm here. Okay. Hey, <clears throat> sorry. I was on mute. Um, I like talking to myself
2: because that's what happens. So um, I'm going to take a little bit of uh, umbrage at at saying that this was strictly the Wandale Robinson show. Thank Martinez, you. Um, other than other than the one fumble, Martinez played beautifully tonight. Four hundred. It didn't look th- it didn't look that way, but um, he let me just trying to zero in on his stat lines here. Well, I've, I've I mean, gotta,
0: I've got to here uh, 445 total yards for Martinez.
2: Yeah. Um well there you go. Um three touchdowns, one fumble, no interceptions. Um it, it I don't I don't know what more you can ask in a crazy bizarre game where you, the rest of the team can't hold on and there's this pressure to to perform on the road and we've lost all the it, 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 nothing was normal about this game. It should have sent red flags off in everyone's head that you know what this is. This is going to be harder than um, than we thought. But in the end, Nebraska is much, much better of a football team than Illinois was, and and, and that was ultimately made the difference. I think
0: if you take away, okay, let, let... go ahead, Evan.
2: Go go ahead. No, no, no I, you go ahead. I insist. <laughs> no, okay. let John go. So, I think John should go. <laughs>
1: Evan, if there was I, one I, I game in was... which you could complain about the referees, this is it.
3: Yeah. Um, well, I can complain about them every every week, but you disagree with me. But anyway, back to about the offense. So, uh, I mean, we we all agree that are, are you guys still there? Oh yeah, we're here. Just talk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we we all agree that we shot ourselves in the foot so many times in this game, and Paul kind of hit the nail on the head when he said we're a much better team than Illinois. But but if Illinois turns the ball over four times, do you guys think that they have any shot at coming back in a game? E- like even if they're playing, I don't God, know who, no. who they beat earlier in the
2: year. No, if if Illinois if it, if if it was four turnovers to zero. Um, On Illinois side, um, we win seventy-five to zero. Yeah, Um, I mean, if it had been zero turnovers on either side, we still win by forty. I think. Um, Yeah, and the and the game day call
3: gets made at halftime, not at the end of the game.
1: We put up six hundred ninety yards.
0: Yeah, damn. I said I said almost tell me this seven hundred. Damn, why you got to be like that, John? What I, I said, we put up almost seven hundred yards. Why you gotta be like that? Why you gotta, why you gotta crush me in the nuts with your specificity?
1: <laughs> because okay,
0: so,
3: because
1: Paul's a stat guy. So tell
3: me this: was there a thousand total yards in the game? How many yards did Illinois
1: have? Two hundred ninety-nine.
0: So just shy of a thousand based on that math. Wow. But the uh, offensively, I mean, they most of theirs obviously came on the run. I mean, they weren't doing anything in the air. Uh, no. I mean, just – and we weren't – I don't feel like, you know, we were getting enough pressure on Peters. Uh, he No. He was just m- making lousy throws or – I think there were – I think his line read like nine of 22 but had seven drops by his receivers or something. I mean, that's – whew.
1: That's a bucket of shit. They had 78 passing yards.
0: I'll, I'll take that action.
1: Yeah. And they had, yeah, uh, but... what else? They had uh, one for 11 on third downs. Do you remember last year when we couldn't get off the field on third down?
0: I do remember that. And I was. It felt like we. Yeah, it but... felt like we couldn't get off the field tonight, so. I'm that's,
1: because, that's because, you know, when we walk out against Illinois, we want to beat them by 35 points because we see them as a bad team. And we didn't beat them by 30 points. The good news is that we played like shit. We had gobs of mistakes and we still put up massive amounts of yardage and we still won. So if you're going into this game next week against Ohio State and you want to feel bad about yourself, you know, I guess go ahead and feel bad about
2: yourself.
0: I, I will but, say that we, it, it seemed like, I mean, it not, not seemed like, it was. Uh, you know, Illinois dominated the first half and then the first five minutes of the second half. And after that, at the fact that Nebraska was still within striking distance, you know where, where, even though Illinois was, you know, whatever the hell lead that they had at that point, uh, they were still not comfortable. I think says a lot about Nebraska because we saw some quick hit offense, we saw some big defensive stops. Uh, you look at the time of possession; it was thirty seven oh four for Nebraska and twenty two fifty six for Illinois. Honestly, I thought that Nebraska would have had the ball a lot more based on how that fourth quarter and, and the latter half of the third quarter went. Um, I don't know, that's, that, I feel like Nebraska was in control except for the turnovers. Hey, um, I, I'm going I'm to guess that an,
2: uh, a, a time of possession imbalance that much, um, 15 minutes, is probably less than 5% of games. Um, I, I could answer the question exactly tomorrow. Um, I don't think it's a point. But the point is that it, it, was, it was time of possession normally doesn't mean much. But since it is much more difficult to score if you don't have the football, um, having, having, a, having the, the, the ball almost twice as much as Illinois did pr- probably did make a difference in this game. And that is an extraordinary imbalance, by the way. Um, I think you see that just once or a couple of times per, per year across the whole NCAA, that much of an imbalance.
0: I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't even thought thought about how, you know. I mean, yeah, it's fifteen minutes, but I look at it as, you know, you know, Nebraska has it. I mean, this is the way my mind analyzed those numbers: is Nebraska had it seven more minutes than you know a half a game. I don't know. It, it, I didn't think about fifteen minutes. You're right; that makes a lot more sense. I'll shut up now. Carry on, John, Evan, you guys.
3: Oh, anything. Can I ask a quick question? You can. Um, I may have missed it, but what what was the time of possession disparity?
0: Uh, it was Nebraska had it for thirty seven minutes and four seconds. Illinois had the ball for twenty two minutes and fifty six seconds. So right around you know fourteen minutes and change. Okay,
1: a whole quarter. Okay. Wow. That's a whole quarter. I mean, yeah. we did wear them down at the end. You could see that they were gassed. Absolutely. We could we could see that we were a little bit gassed, but not as bad as them.
0: I'm still trying to figure out why you know like the, uh, Daniels and, and the Davis boys weren't out there in that first defensive possession of the second half because that's when they went down right away and scored. Uh, that one didn't make any sense to me. I don't know if they were getting a, a stern talking to on the sideline or what. I mean, they came out and they, and they busted ass after that, but I don't know what happened. Coming out of halftime, you should be ready to go.
2: I think that was just one of of many on both sides strange, strange decisions by the coaching staff. Um, uh, Illinois had even more of them um, than that. Sometimes they, it, their their play calling made me really scratch my head. And Jill uh, in our in our Slack channel um, hit the nail on the head when she's laughing. You know, Lovey, do we still have Corbin? His staff, yes. Can we give, should we give the ball to him? Yes, we should. Oh no, throw the ball three times. (laughs) So um, it, it, there was this, this, this was one of those weird football games that it, throughout the whole, whole night, there was like, what just happened? Why did that happen? Um, And I don't quite know what to make of it, Um, but that. Starting our second string defense, the third quarter, was, was definitely at the top of the list of weird stuff.
1: Because we're building a program.
2: I mean, I get On that. the what? On the second string? That doesn't make any sense,
1: John. Yes, it does.
2: We're no, getting experience.
1: <laughs> we're getting experience. That's um, all I can say about it.
2: Okay, well, that's a pretty fucking stupid way to get experience. <laughs> it, um, but let's go. I guess I can go with that, for lack of any other reason um okay well i
1: don't otherwise did anybody ask that question at the postgame press conference whatever
2: i don't think it's happened yet and if we did we wouldn't know because we've been talking to each other instead of actually listening (laughs) to the coach
0: i want to talk about uh first downs (laughs) nebraska had 48 first down plays averaging 6.7 yards per first down for 320 320 yards. Almost half of all of their offense came on first down tonight. I don't think I've ever seen that. Paul, you're the stats guy. That's unreal to me, getting almost seven yards on first down.
1: Paul decided to go off and get some more wine.
2: (laughs) Oh, Uh, hey, I was on mute again because I've got a cold and I didn't want to wheeze on everybody. That's an extraordinary success rate. Um... Successes on first down would be just in a situation. Ten would be five yards or more. Um, so that would be a hundred percent success rate on first down, and that's unheard of. Um, probably the best um, in college football for the year. I can go back and check, but it, 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 we had no problem moving the football. The only problems Nebraska had tonight was holding on to the fucking football. Yeah, um, we were their best defender. And that is probably the, the storyline of this whole game.
0: And, again, you know, the inability to get out, out of our own way, you can do that and win against a team like Illinois. You're not going to be able to do that against Ohio State. You're going to have to play clean football next week, as clean of a game as you played against Northern Illinois a week ago. Hey, Greg. Hey, yo.
3: Some, some – uh some guys in the Slack room are asking if there's a number to call him.
0: I am telling them. Oh, it's Keith. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, 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 message Jill, I think. I'll message him. I'll message him. Jill knows and is trying cool. to log on.
2: Craig, okay. I'm working Craig. on it,
0: damn it. All right. Anyway, um. Nebraska 11 of 19 on third down. I I love that Illinois, I mean, we talked about one of 11, but that's 9.1%. And both teams were honestly averaging uh, a, a very similar, you know, third down and, you know, to go. And that's, you know, Nebraska was averaging th- uh, third and 7.9, and Illinois was averaging eight yards to go on third down. So, all right, bringing in. Oh, oh, there you are. All right, Jill. I, I
1: have to go pass out now.
0: No, you stay, damn it. We're adding people. Why? Because we're adding people.
3: Because I'm going to complain, John, and you need to be here to
1: confront me about that. Uh, no, Evan, I just beat on you whenever you start. Uh.
0: Alright, we've got uh, the ranch babe oh, Jill was here and then she left I don't know what happened Keith is here, Keith Yapel And uh, Jill's back as well
4: I am, sorry I took so long I've lost my password
0: Oh,
1: that's Jill. Okay. Jill, can I go pass out now?
0: Say no, Jill
1: no. no
4: John, you're way more fun when you're like this
1: You son of a bitches <laughs> <laughs>
4: They made me do it. Sorry.
1: God damn it.
0: <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, John. You can pass out at midnight. All right.
2: That's so far away.
0: Hey, if it, if it makes you feel any better, I've got to produce this and get it ready to publish while you're sleeping. So piss off, old man. Hey, there's there's one here. There's one other statistic
2: that just jumps out at me, and I don't think I've seen this um, for a long time. Uh, there. Our start, Their average starting position, Illinois' average starting position, was on the, their own 39. Ours was on the, our own 22. Um, that is a that is a huge head start that that we're giving them on every fucking drive. Um, yeah, 15, it's just like last year. Were spotting, for- we're spotting them 15 yards on every drive, and we still won. Um, we can't keep doing that. <laughs> Can we we'll we'll call printer? it a
4: win in quotations.
2: <laughs> oh, it was emphatically a win, Jill. Yeah, it's a win. <laughs> Come on, Jill. <laughs> but it's a but why is, didn't it
1: is, feel like a win? Because it felt like a win to me. Because he didn't <laughs> drink enough.
2: What yeah. Okay, Jill, I gotta hear this then. What would make it feel like a win? I mean this stat column screams we won by forty.
4: Not turning over the ball, not letting them score thirty-eight points, things like that would feel a little more reassuring.
3: That's well, a fair point. Yeah, oh, but we gifted that. them 21. I, no, I, I think.
0: Oh, like they, I agree. They, they but, scored but on all good four. teams
3: don't do that.
0: I mean, they, they scored on all four of their tur- on all four of our turnovers, didn't they, or was it just three?
3: Yeah, I know. Three. i I'm 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 just saying that four or three of the four were just like, very close to our, sure. our own end zone.
0: Yeah, short field. I got you. And we're, we're
3: not we're not a great team. I mean, we're not. I think, and this is something that I was telling my dad, because, you know, he gets irritated just like everybody else when there's, uh, like, long runs, when it looks like he could be stopped at the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage, maybe a two-yard run. And, I, I just have to keep reminding myself and everybody else that we don't have the talent that Ohio State does. We don't have the talent that Alabama does. Because if we have that talent with this coaching staff, yeah, those would be no, no gain. And we're not there yet. You know, and I, I wish we were. I wish it wasn't going to take four years, but we're not there.
0: Real quick, I mean, we've talked, think- we've lamented about the the turnovers, but uh, you know, as far as the pa- uh, as far as the penalties go, you know, we had I think eleven penalties for one hundred and twenty one yards, or I mean, one hundred twenty nine yards, something like that. Um, Illinois had four, or, or Illinois was penalized four times on defense for sixty six yards, none on offense. Which I mean, take that with a grain of salt. I think, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it was. It, it, if we can get out of our way, I don't want to say the sky's the limit um, because like at what Evan said, there is, I think still a talent disparity. I think the gap is closing between Nebraska and like the Ohio States. I think that gap is closing. Thanks to the recruiting efforts by Scott Frost and company. But if we can get out of our way, we're going to be competing with those upper echelon teams and we're not going to be, you know, sneaking away, squeaking out a victory on the road at Illinois by four points in, in a, in a, you know, uh, kind that makes me wish I could drink tonight.
3: Yeah, let, let me let me go first on this because I always harp on that. Uh, so, John, John, listen listen hard. So, I do not understand. Listen hard. Yep, I do not understand why it feels like every single game we get called for all of these penalties but besides last week because last week apparently the refs just decided to take a day off against us but they every week especially with Big 10 refs they decide oh well we need to throw flags against Nebraska but we're going to help out the other team uh, these refs tonight were so bad you look i mean just take it for for example the, the two forward passes that were fumbles, Martinez, to me, looked like he, the ball or the ball was still in his hand right as he was moving it forward. Th- that, to me, is in, not indisputable evidence that you can overturn that call. But they do. And then the same exact thing happened to Illinois, and they call it indisputable evidence we can overturn that. Now it's a forward pass.
0: Well, I How, all right, so how I'm, is there how is there not a
3: bias against Nebraska with like you said, Greg, there were no flags thrown on Illinois offense.
0: Alright, so I'm gonna step in here real quick because in the replays and, and and I was pretty damn hot about this. I was I was less hot if they would have, you know, let the play I I would have been less hot if they would have let the play, you know, when Nebraska was on offense and and, and uh you know there was the forward arm motion i'd have been less upset if they would have let the play finish out even if it meant you know it looked like it was it would have been a scoop and score uh but the fact that they blew the whistle dead or blew the play dead and then you know before nebraska is able to get another snap off they you know someone rushes in to say whoa, whoa, whoa we gotta we gotta check this one there might be some shenanigans afoot um i think as much as it pains me to say I think they got that call right. I think they got both calls right. I do think. No, I do think you go back and and I'm not. You know, I agree. I, I'm not a, a look. Listen, I've been kicked out of games because of yelling at the refs because of chirping. Seriously, and it runs in my family because I, I was a kid when my dad got kicked out of a, my sister's basketball game for chirping at the refs. Uh, so it's it's hereditary. But Martinez is at the at the apex of his. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to say backswing, that's golf, but, you know, of bringing the ball back. Um, and the ball gets knocked loose and his arm comes free. It it just so happens that he has enough. Oh, okay. To- uh, I got I, I to gotta
2: jump in on that, um, Greg. Um, the strongest evidence.
1: I have to get some get- more wine.
2: Yes, John's <laughs> going to drink more. The strongest, get the more strongest wine. evidence that the, that they got the call wrong and it should have been a forward p- pass isn't isn't the sort of a kind of inconclusive best guess visually it's looking at the ballistic trajectory of the football and and asking yourself it's f- it followed a trajectory that was 90% what it would have been if it had been a forward pass and there's and and they're making the claim that they that they knocked it out of his hand into a into a trajectory that mirrored a forward pass, and that 's not how it happens. The ball goes off to the side or it goes down it doesn 't go forward in an arc um, that way it 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 may have looked like it had come loose, but you have to you have to look at where the what the football actually did after it left his hands. And and to ignore that is to ignore the physics of of what happened with the football. It it didn't behave the way it would it would
0: have to behave if it were a fumble. Well, you're not so allowed to bring I, physics I wanna, into this, Paul. That's that's not right. I I wanna I
3: wanna jump in on and add to what Paul said. So I believe that both of those plays. It was a forward pass, but my complaint comes with the refs on when Illinois had the ball. It was the same thing. The ball was coming out of his hand as he was moving as he was moving his arm forward. The ball wasn't hit out of his hands, but he got hit so hard that the ball was coming out of his hands, and the ball went in a forward motion, just like when Adrian threw it. And they, for whatever reason decide, oh, well, we're not going to have the same theory that we did with Adrian. We're going to just make up our own rules and overturn stuff.
0: No, that's There funny. was no consistency there. It's, it's weird. Yeah.
4: I don't know. It's- I thought they got him right, too. Honestly, sorry, guys. I, I thought Adrian's was just a split second sooner on the hit, and the Illinois quarterback was actually coming f- – Forward with the hand a little bit, but we can disagree okay. to the end of the okay. time. doesn't matter.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> so say you, back, we'll this. Let, let, me
3: bullshit. this. Let, let me ask you this. Did you think there was indisputable evidence to overturn that call? Wait. Wait.
1: What? <laughs> there was no clear recovery, and that's the rule. If you have a. Phone, yeah, that's the part. Yeah, there was no there was a clear recovery, recovery. because they blew their play dead and yep. suddenly they dead. made magic that doesn't it matter yes
2: it does, does that's it doesn't matter pl- if yeah. they blow the play dead yeah, it, abs- do- it absolutely matters you can't recover a football after you've blown the play dead and they right. blew
1: the play but- dead and then
2: they suddenly made up this thing where it said, oh, well, they recovered
1: at the 14-yard line. They didn't recover the ball at the 14-yard line. The play was already dead. That was yep. the shittiest call that I've seen in football they, for a very long time. It was that I agree with, play.
4: yes. yes that they blew they, the play they dead
1: because they thought it was a forward pass. Well, then they shouldn't have blown the play dead. If they blow the play dead, it's a dead play. You can't recover... You know, it, you can't recover a ball when the play is dead.
0: Yes, I, I, that I logic I one. can't
4: agree with, John, even though you asked me to let you pass out. <laughs> For whatever reason, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> the, you the, the, there was some inconsistency in the call. Uh, I'll definitely agree with that.
2: Well, can we then talk about um, the one that, that that worked out in our favor um, where they did reverse a, phone, a call? Um, was that the black and uh, what was that? That never happens. Yeah. Um,
4: oh, the block in the back? Yeah, yeah. that was odd.
2: That was, yeah, I wasn't okay. expecting
4: that reversal at all.
2: <laughs> can, can I
3: explain something? So I know it, it used to be. I don't know if it's still the rule. I don't know if they took it out. But it, it's supposed to be if you block a guy in the back within two yards of the line of scrimmage, that's not a block in the back.
1: That's still a rule. Yeah, but uh, apparently still ruler, stole,
4: disengaged, rule. and reengaged, and the reengagement should have been the block in the back. But I I didn't look at it closely enough, so I can't. I comment. think he was down. Well, he I, was
1: down. He was downfield, Devin. He wasn't within two yards. That that oh, was. I, the, will, I will find I will find that play and show <laughs> you, John. <laughs> you will find it. You and Liam and niece.
0: Evan has a particular it. set of skills. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was within two yards of the line of scrimmage.
0: Well, I mean, if we can sit here all day, we could talk about missed calls because there was the helmet to helmet on Spielman as well that did not get called at all. Yep, um, yeah,
4: absolutely. But then early in the game, Lamar Jackson was like, "Man, he looked like a senior and holding where the ref couldn't see it. Damn, he was good. I mean, was, he that was pretty." He, he knew exactly what he could do. I, think, I mean, you, you have to give him props for that.
0: I think my difference with those penalties or, or, or non, non-calls is one of them is a pass interference. The other one is a safety issue. And if we're going to make a big deal about head trauma and CTE and player safety, that was clear as day. I mean, you could hear it. You could hear it on the broadcast. That smack of helmet to helmet, and the ref was right there. And the ref was right there. Oh yeah, there, and yeah. There was no, I no agree.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, who is left? Oh wait, I not
1: have to get some more
0: <laughs> fireball.
4: <laughs> I... John, do you really need permission?
0: <laughs> I mean, if but his old who has is to left ask, on the
4: Husker offense that isn't limping or bleeding or traumatized? Martina. I mean, Frost has Martina. been trying to preserve his quarterback.
0: Um, and. Andrew
2: Bunch. I'm unconvinced. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm unconvinced <laughs> that that something isn't troubling Martinez as, as well. You know, something that, that he can, you know, that isn't readily obvious when he's just walking around in public or at school or something like that. Um, I, I'm not sure what that might be. Maybe a, you know something with his hand or something, but he just doesn't seem to to. He just doesn't seem to have the it, whatever it is that he had last year. Who and didn't have it, Adrian? Well, he Adrian, it yeah. I. He it's it. it's either it's really an offensive line it. problem, or there is something bothering him because it's we're four four games into it now, and he's just not the same player he was last year.
0: He looked really good uh, in that fourth quarter, though. I think. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think how, so I don't, too. I don't know how to say if, without.
4: If, if the coaches are handcuffing the offense to save him, they did it, but they injured everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and,
0: and that's just the thing. And I don't know if they, you know, I, like I said, I don't know how to phrase this in a way that that doesn't, you know, put blame on him. But but it seemed like in in the the you know fourth quarter and the second half of the third quarter, they kind of took the you know let go of the reins on him and let. Martinez be Martinez um, and and let him be the competitor that we saw last year and that's an encouraging sign if if they're if they're finally seeing that he's ready to you know make that take that next step out I, I don't know
2: well, I think they were seeing that if they didn't do that we were going to lose the football game
0: oh sure
4: Yeah, they were down to Wandale and Martinez. I mean, they didn't have many options left at the end of that game.
0: (laughs) But that's not something something that, you know, (laughs) against Ohio State or against Wisconsin or against, hell, anybody on on this schedule, you know, Iowa or or even Maryland, uh, Indiana, that's not – you can't wait till the fourth quarter to to unleash your greatest weapon, you know. I mean, you can't – you know – I, I'm not the military guy, you know, but I, I understand a little bit of strategy. If you've if you got – if you have I, – I don't want to be as crass I, as to say the nuclear option, but, you know, if you've got something that will go out and win the day for you, you don't wait until the fourth quarter.
2: Well, no, wait, I, I need to get a beer. <laughs> Hey, the way the way Martinez can can play and the way he runs, just essentially as as a running back, as an eye back, um, it, 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 every time he does that, there is there is a risk that he takes that that he doesn't take if he more or less just stays behind the line of scrimmage and throws the football. Um, and and I get it. There is nobody after Martinez. N- none of our quarterbacks are really ready to step in and do what we need them to do because we just don't have. We don't have the offensive line that can can protect. We we we, we can't. This isn't wait, wait a minute. Again. We do I, have the offensive I, line. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Look at that. We've got this no, amazing.
1: of playing football without blocking. He stood in the pocket <laughs> and stood
2: there all. Freaking game! The that was mess. when they were gas. Never, oh, yeah. That's her. not all freaking day, John. <laughs> that was about the middle of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. That that he had like ten seconds to throw the football. Um,
4: it but all season he's had that. The past pro has been great.
1: Yeah, we do well, have wine. Uh, uh, I, I don't have I don't the offensive that. line. They they. People look at it and go, oh, it's Nebraska, and we should be able to smash the ball down people's throats up the middle like we did in the old days. Well, fuck the old days. They're gone.
0: Wow, and that's coming from the old man.
2: Yeah. This is a new day. The win thing time. I don't know if you watch any other football games, but running between the tackles is not that extraordinary extraordinary of a thing to happen. It happens all the time except at Nebraska. So, um, it it, it, it our, our line maybe is I'll give it, Jill, you're correct. The line is is, is offering um, substantially sufficient pass protection. But that's, that's about it. There's not, they're not opening any, all of our runs are outside the tackles. Or at least 90% of them anyway. And I don't know. I just don't think that that's the way Okay, to... at the end of this game, Paul, what do we see Wandale Robinson do? Well, again, run up it. the okay. fourth quarter is really the measure <laughs> of of the, the ability of, of our offensive line.
4: And we'd run ninety plays at that point. Yeah.
2: They were against
4: it offen- uh, against a defense that was supposed to give way after about fifty plays.
1: Oh, oh so Which <laughs> what is you're about really where they began to give way well, what you're really saying is this, is that our offense wore down their defense over time, just like they did in years past. And then they ran the ball at the end of the game to win. Go get a yeah, beer, again, John.
2: Illinois. Come on, you sons of bitches, are you with me. Did they legalize weed up there in uh, the Great White North? <laughs> because I want some of what you're smoking if you're trying to say our offensive line is, is, is hearkening back to the good old days. Um,
3: Here, here's, here's my thing. I think that the the runs outside the tackles even, it's more about the running back than our offensive
1: line.
2: Um, it's about the running backs when they're outside the tackles, certainly. Um, well, they're figuring out how to read their
4: guards, you know? They're still figuring this out. You know, if somebody twitches a little bit one direction, that's your read, and you don't know that those first few games. Okay, I'm making excuses, sorry.
1: (laughs) Oh, wait, I need to take a bong hit. Oh, jeez.
0: Uh, so good news, Nebraska won. They're three and one. Uh, that lone blemish being on the road at Colorado. But I'll tell you what, it feels a hell of a lot better to win this close game than it did to lose that close game. And I'll take that any day because, you know, while the stats were great, I always like that old cliche the only stat that matters is the final score at the end of the game. And Nebraska had more than the other team. Um, that's. I mean, I don't know how the hell else we, we wrap it up for this episode. We've been we've been rocking this conversation for uh, about forty five minutes. Y'all, been that's great. good. John, are you saying that okay, you're ready? Okay. To-
3: I have to fall down so, now. I know. I have one last question. You have eight minutes, John. Uh, <laughs> so, a good way to wrap this up is asking about the end of the game. What do you guys think about the decision at? On fourth and four, or fourth and goal at the five, to kick a field goal.
0: Well, I would have liked there to not be false start on the offensive line, and I would have liked that first kick to mean something. Uh, I didn't like the fact that we had to move back, and then uh, as I think Matt Millen, who I I don't have a whole lot of time for him, he said the uh, the the ooga booga. I hate him, or, or whatever you know that. I don't know what whatever he said, but it trickled down onto the field, and then uh, you know we kick it off the the upright.
1: I thought it was a shitty call.
3: I thought it makes sense. I thought we should have went for it.
0: I think we should have done more to get in from the one yard line, so we didn't have to. I mean,
1: exactly. This yeah. Is, this better, is
0: just me play. being. <laughs>
1: okay. okay, I have to go. My service dog is going insane. I love you guys. Goodbye.
0: Bye, John. Be good. Yeah. Uh, here, here, here's my thing. If that wasn't a service dog, it, we wouldn't just, let him off the hook. FYI. <laughs> um.
3: So anyway, my, my thing is, we were in the situation. No matter if we if we got into the end zone, that we didn't get into the end zone on first, second, or third down, we didn't get in the end zone. It's fourth and five, fourth and goal at the five. What do you do, knowing the kicking problems that you've had?
4: Well, I'm confident in. Armstrong or McCallum at a twenty-two or twenty-seven yarder—that it just should have been made—and to put it up by a touchdown, I, I really think it was the common sense move. I'm okay if they go for it, but I'm 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 okay with kicking it at that point.
3: So, so I let me f- let me explain my my thinking. So you go for it at, at the five. You, let's just say you get stopped at the two. Then they take over on downs at the two-yard line. If you miss the field goal, it goes all the way out to the twenty. That was my thinking, and they have no timeouts.
0: No, I mean I. I, I Nebraska has struggled for for too many. I mean they 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 got it done tonight, and but they've struggled for a long time. It seems as just being able to you know, avoid giving up big plays. I mean look at Illinois first touchdown was just a sixty something sixty six yard touchdown run by Reggie Corbin. I Yeah, I mean at yep. that
4: point the Illinois remembers, oh yeah, we have a Reggie Corbin here and Nebraska hasn't stopped him and Oh yeah, let's put him out there. That was some of why they lost the game as they did stupid stuff like, Oh, let's pass the ball instead of give it to Reggie Corbin. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it was not a well thought game plan on, on their end. Um, no, I, I mean, going back to to you know the heart of your question, Evan. I I would have just liked to line up under center, which I know is almost blasphemous in this uh, in this offense, and you know throw Dedrick Mills or I'm sorry, Dedrick Mills in the backfield. And if you don't get it on a, a QB sneak from Martinez on the first try, try you just keep pushed up that the the heart of that defensive line for Illinois was gassed, and I think I think if you just go straight at him, you're going to get in there. You don't have to do anything fancy. They tried pulling a guard. I'm sure Haas will you know talk about it on the next episode of the Five Heart Podcast. They tried pulling a guard, and that's when uh, you know their their lineman shot the gap and and caught him for a big loss. If you just go right at him and you know put put a, a you know shoulder pad on shoulder pad, I think you you're going to get the push and you're going to get the the touchdown. And and that would have been my thing, you know just. You're at the goal line. Don't do anything fancy. I agree. You've got them on their heels. Just, just push forward.
4: I agree. I wouldn't have argued if they had gone for it either. I, I, I was okay. I was okay with kicking the field goal. I probably would have been happier with going for it, but I, I I understood the decision.
2: I think my
3: thing was, Scott. Scott Frost preaches the no fear of failure, and I feel like that would have been a good place to enforce that mentality.
2: I think it came down to a couple of, of, of situations, one of which Jill just mentioned, is that a 22-yard field goal should not be something that you're worried about. Even, even a walk-on guy that was on the, the, the Lincoln Soccer Club Uh, two weeks ago after a couple of days of practice should be able to kick a 22 yarder. I mean, that's not much longer than a, than a, um, an extra point. So you get plenty of, of chances to try them, um, during the day. But the other is we were up, we were up by four. That would put us up by, that would put us up by seven. They still had to get a, an, a touchdown to, to either win or, or tie it didn't seem to me it, it didn't seem vitally important that we had to have the touchdown or the game was going to be over if we if if we well, did obviously we would have gone for it but i think it was just it was it the odds were better that we were going to get 3 points than 7 cuz we had just tried from closer in can and I- and
0: can I, can I make one observation real quick to, to what you just said Paul is if they would have made that field goal I think Illinois had had a better shot at going down because every time we kicked away on, I do too. on, on a on a on a kickoff they got,
2: that's just what I was gonna say yeah they
0: got our kickoff good coverage to. is horrific <laughs> I mean hey look I like Swiss cheese but I like it on my sandwich I don't like it on my, my you know kickoff team so our, our that's know, my, a my, very good point I was
3: there. just gonna say that so that that was my other thing. That's why that's why I said you know, you get stuffed, even if it's at the five they have to start at their own five. But they had a better chance of getting great field position if we had to kick it off.
0: Could you think could you imagine and, and I don't wanna I don't wanna you know spend too much time on this just because it, it would be depressing and it's it's we're almost out of time. It's almost midnight. It's almost Sunday by God. Um, but could you imagine if you know we would have kicked the the field goal? successfully and then on on the ensuing kickoff they ran it down and scored. I mean like on the on the I return. was
3: thinking that during the game. Oh,
0: that I mean cuz then they then then I think lovey because he doesn't not look I don't think most prognosticators had them in the ball game. I mean we we opened up as what? 8 or 10 point favorites. So I think 14. That, oh, 14. Sorry, fact check Jill coming through again. No. <laughs> Um, but, but I think at that point they were in the happy to be there, nothing to lose mentality. I think they go for two and, uh, I don't, I don't, I agree. I I don't like those odds. So yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm glad we missed it. I would have liked the touchdown. I kind of agree with Evan that maybe we should have gone for it on, uh, you know, on fourth down from the five or, or wherever that was. And, and, uh, uh, so anyway, uh, we can. We got another you know, we we can talk about this game all the way up until Wednesday, John says, and then we gotta turn the page and talk about Ohio State. Any final thoughts on tonight's win forty two thirty eight over Illinois? Evan.
3: It was an ugly game, but I'm glad we got the dub. I think that there's a lot that we can fix and I'm glad that it was shown tonight so that hopefully this next week when we come out at home after college game day we'll look a little bit cleaner.
0: Paul. Paul. I'm here, sorry. Um, that mute button's getting you in trouble, I, sir.
2: Yeah, actually, <laughs> it was covering up a cough. Oh, no, um, cool. I, I, I think that it, turnovers are the great equalizer. Um, that they can, if a good team can't hold on to the football and continues to give away their chances to score to, the other, to their opponent, the other opponent who's... Manifestly inferior can can hang around way too long. Um, so, yeah, hold on to the fucking football.
0: And Jill?
4: Yeah, as crazy as it seems, we were worse last season, but we had a different vibe going into the game where you felt like we could play with Ohio State. I'm not sure I'm feeling that vibe this year. So it'll it'll be interesting. Damn it. There's a lot to Damn it, fix.
3: No. Damn
0: it, Jill! It's about this game, not Ohio State. Now, don't let the fact that Ohio State just beat Miami of Ohio seventy to three get you down, okay? Oh, uh, just hey. Okay,
4: there's, there's, I won't.
0: <laughs> Jill, there's something to think about. Last year, and in, and
2: and in preceding seasons, um, we lose this game. We find a way, even though even though. Ooh, we, I
4: agree. It is we, a step. We forward, find a way to lose. But we it is a, a step way to forward against Illinois,
3: not Ohio State. <laughs>
2: well, I get that. I get that. Okay,
3: so the one quick, quick question before before we end this. Um, so Scott Frost has never has had never won a game on the road. Yes or no? Is this the monkey off the back? And when we go play on the road. I think it's Minnesota's our next to road game. Are are we going to play better or is it gonna be about the same? Yes or no?
0: Well that's not a Minnesota, yes or no question. Greg. That's not a yes or no question, Evan.
2: Minnesota's yes, a terrible team. They're worse than Illinois probably. Um They are. Uh, and so no, I I I don't think we have a four turnover game um and give them two you know, ten yard scoring opportunities. Um as well as spot them five points or seven points, you know, 30 seconds into the game. I, I just don't see that happening. So. And
4: I think our young head coach is starting to grow. I mean, he's, he's asked a lot of his team and now he's having to rise to the same challenge he's given his team. And, and it, it'll be interesting to watch. Cause if you look at Frost, he looks like a, he's exhausted. I mean, yeah. and you can't blame him. And he, I think he even didn't understand the massive rebuild that's happening, and he's understanding it. And through his facial expressions, we should be understanding it. So, yeah, I'll
0: stop I there. Don't, I don't. I don't know if if Scott Frost and company looked at ever looked at it. You know, to use your words, Evan, as a monkey on the back, as far as you know, winning on the road versus winning at home. I this is just pure speculation, but I think they take it. One game at a time, and to them it doesn't matter if it's a home game or a road game. Especially when you look at the uh, you know like the turnout that was at Colorado. Colorado was just a home game in a different state. Um, I think I, I don't I don't I just don't know if if this if if their mentality is that of uh, oh well you know let's let's hope that we uh, you know break that curse you know so to speak. I just think they they you know win a close one or lose a close one. I I just think that they're just going to continue to do business as usual. I think that they're going to kick Minnesota's ass in mid-October. I don't think that's going to be a game. I think that's going to be up there as far as point spread up there with Northern Illinois, if I'm being honest. I think that they're – because you can say what you want about Ohio State coming in. Uh, I think they're going to win at home against Northwestern. And the Minnesota game is going to be an ugly affair, but in a good way. It's going to be, you know, like lopsided. So um, it's nice to get that road win. I think it's more for, you know, people like us to talk about, and meet you know, media and, and, you know, folks who call into the radio stations. Uh, I just don't think that, that they pay attention. I think they treat every game as, you know, a, its own singular unit, so...
4: I I do agree with that, because I think, Paul, like you said earlier, we are light years ahead of where we were at the same point last year. I mean, we've got three wins, and last year we were, what, 0-4. That counts for something. So we'll see where they grow from here.
2: We didn't have three wins until uh, mid-November last year. So Yeah, exactly, I exactly. <laughs>
4: <So>. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we're light years ahead of last year in terms of actually finishing some things out. But the fact that we're still very dissatisfied and the coaches appear to be very dissatisfied means that we're seeing the magnitude of this rebuild.
0: I think that'll be uh, uh, all for this week. Everybody, thanks for uh, staying up late. It's now Sunday morning officially, and, uh, and my back's killing me. So um, we'll we'll see you all uh, on the podcast airways. Of course, John's uh, post-life crisis will drop Monday morning, and then on Wednesday we'll have of Bangarangs and Daggers with Patrick Earhart and Nate McHugh talking all about Nebraska ball. And another Five Heart podcast will be with you Friday morning as well, so make sure that you hit subscribe on your uh, – favorite podcast app, just search for Corn Nation and uh, and we will be there. For myself, Greg Mahochko, for John Dam Johnston, who is here for Keith Yapel, who stopped in for a cup of coffee, for uh, Paul and Jill and Evan. This has been fun. Most important, Nebraska got the W and the rest doesn't matter. They'll fix it. They'll work on it. They'll continue to grow as Haas would say if he was here. Incremental improvement. This is in the Five Heart Podcast so we can't send it out the way we usually do. But uh, I I guess we're going to do this. It's 12.07. My family's asleep upstairs, but go Big Red!